Chapter Twenty Eight of Kenilworth. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Kenilworth by Sir Walter Scott. Chapter Twenty Eight. What man ne'er lack a draught when the full can stands at thine elbow and craves emptying? Nay, fear not me, for I have no delight to watch men's vices, since I have myself a virtue not to boast of. I'm a striker. Would have the world strike with me, pell-mell all. Pandemonium. Tressilian, in strange agitation of mine, had hardly stepped down the first two or three steps of the winding staircase, when, greatly to his surprise and displeasure, he met Michael Lamborn, wearing an impudent familiarity of visage, for which Tressilian felt much disposed to throw him downstairs, until he remembered the prejudice which Amy, the only object of his solicitude, was likely to receive from his engaging in any act of violence at that time and in that place. He therefore contented himself with looking sternly upon Lamborn, as upon one whom he deemed unworthy of notice, and attempted to pass him in his way downstairs, without any symptom of recognition. But Lamborn, who, amidst the profusion of that day's hospitality, had not failed to take a deep though not an overpowering cup of sack, was not in the humour of humbling himself before any man's looks. He stopped Tressilian upon the staircase, without the least bashfulness or embarrassment, and addressed him, as if he had been on kind and intimate terms. "'What, no grudge between us, I hope, upon old scores, Master Tressilian? Nay, I am one who remembers former kindness rather than latter feud.' I'll convince you that I mean honestly and kindly, ay, and comfortably by you. I desire none of your intimacy, said Tressilian. Keep company with your mates. Now, see how hasty he is, said Lamborn, and how these gentles, that are made questionless out of the porcelain clay of the earth, look down upon poor Michael Lamborn. You would take Master Tressilian now for the most maid-like, modest, simpering squire of dames that ever made love when candles were long in the snuff. Snuff, call you it? Why, you would play the saint on us, Master Tressilian, and forget that even now thou hast a commodity in thy very bedchamber, to the shame of my lord's castle. <laughs> Have I touched you, Master Tressilian? I know not what you mean, said Tressilian inferring, however, too surely, that this licentious ruffian must have been sensible of Amy's presence in his apartment. But if, he continued, thou art varlet of the chambers, and lackest a fee, there is one to leave mine unmolested. Lamborn looked at the piece of gold, and put it in his pocket, saying, Now I know not but you might have done more with me by a kind word than by this charming rogue. But after all he pays well that pays with gold. And Mike Lamborn was never a make-bait, or a spoil-sport, or the like. Even live, and let others live. That is my motto. Only I would not let some folks cock their beaver at me neither, as if they were made of silver ore, and I of Dutch pewter. So if I keep your secret, Master Tressilian, you may look sweet on me at least, and were I to want a little backing or countenance, being caught— as you see the best of us may be, in a sort of piccadillo. Why, you owe it me, and so even make your chamber serve you and that same bird and bower beside. It's all one to Mike Lamborn. 
"'Make way, sir,' said Tressilian, unable to bridle his indignation. "'You have had your fee.' Hm," said Lamborn, giving place, however, while he sulkily muttered between his teeth, repeating Tressilian's words, "'Make way, and you have had your fee. But it matters not. I will spoil no sport, as I said before. I am no dog in the manger. Mind that.' He spoke louder and louder, as Tressilian, by whom he felt himself overawed, got farther and farther out of hearing. "'I am no dog in the manger, but I will not carry coals neither. Mind that, Master Tressilian. Now have a peep at this wench, whom you have quartered so commodiously in your old haunted room, afraid of ghosts belike, and not too willing to sleep alone. If I had done this now in a strange lord's castle, the word had been, the porter's lodge for the knave, and have him flogged, trundle him downstairs like a turnip. Ay, but your virtuous gentlemen take strange privileges over us, who are downright servants of our senses. Well, I have my master Tressilian's head under my belt by this lucky discovery. That is one thing certain, and I will try to get a sight of this Lindabertes of his. That is another. End chapter 28